Today being Palm Sunday, normally I would look to the Lord and ask him to give me a message that would coincide with the event that took place during this time and why we call it Palm Sunday. But as I sought the Lord, he's given me a message that I'm so compelled to speak today because it's so relevant in my heart and my opinion for the moment that we are in. So would you agree with me as I lift up my voice and ask God to, to guide me in this moment? Gracious Father, we come before you this morning. I thank you that you are a God that's still speaking today. I thank you that you have a purpose and a plan, God. I thank you that you have given us your word to lead us and to guide us, especially in this great hour that we are living in. And I pray right now for the help of the Holy Spirit, that he will lead and guide me as to everything that I'm to say and with the heart that I'm to say it with, Lord. And as always, I ask, Father, would you give us all an ear to hear what your spirit wants to communicate to all of us here this morning. And I thank you for it, even now, in Jesus' name. Amen. By the way, before I begin, during the course of this week that's affectionately called the Passion Week, we are going to be posting uh, daily uh, devotionals on, on social media. So be looking out for that. During this pandemic that we're living in, unfortunately, we are reminded of how foolish a people we can really be. We've got people that are ignoring the guidelines given to us to help keep us and everybody around us safe, uh, believing that they're immune to contracting this virus. And there's a specific mindset that goes along with that that I need to address here this morning. The Bible says this in the 39th Psalm, in the fourth verse. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered how fleeting my life is. In the same psalm, in the sixth verse, we find we are merely moving shadows and all our busy rushing ends in nothing. King David penned this psalm. And notice that in this psalm, which by the way was under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he asked God to remind him of something. He asked God to remind him of something that he already knew. And there were two things that we find in this psalm uh, that David said, God, remind me that my life is brief, fleeting. And remind me that all my busy rushing really is going to end in nothing, meaning it's going to have little or no value. Now, similarly, we have Moses, also inspired by the Holy Spirit, who penned this. It's recorded in Psalm 90 and verse 12. Teach us 
to realize the brevity of life, that we may grow in wisdom. Notice Moses asked God to teach him, to help him realize, to help him to comprehend the brevity, that word means shortness, the brevity or the shortness of life so that he would grow in wisdom. Both these men, David and Moses, inspired by the Holy Spirit, penned these words, asking God to help them not lose sight of their mortality. And in so doing, it would help them to live wisely. Now let me make the connection for us here today. I thought about how I could package this message that God has given me and I thought about one word that would help bring it all together. I've called this message, I titled it Reminders. Reminders. Come on, look at your neighbor at home if you've got a neighbor and tell them Reminders. Reminders, uh, they don't cover something new, but rather they refresh our mind to help us focus on something that we already know. So I'm not going to be talking or addressing you on something that you don't know. Rather, I'm going to be reminding you through, with the help of the Holy Spirit of something that you already know, something that we all already know. I've got three of them now I'll talk to you about this morning. So under reminders, number one, if you're taking notes at home, write down, our time on earth is brief. That's number one. Our time on earth is brief. Now, most of us don't really like to think about death. Most of us, in fact, expect to live a very long life. Most of us don't live with the thought that today maybe our last day in this earth. We don't think that way because if we were to think this way, we would think that that would be morbid. Why are you thinking about death? How, how could you live with the thought that today might be your last day? Uh, that isn't wise thinking. But I think you'll agree with me that this pandemic has served to remind us of two things. Number one, how frail our life really is. Apart from the grace of God, our life is so frail. And number two, how brief it can be. James says it this way in chapter 4, verse 14. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. James, again, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is reminding all of us this morning, what is your life? Your life is brief. My life is brief. None of us are going to live forever here on this earth. We all have an appointment, the Bible teaches us, with death. The issue is we don't know when that appointment is going to come. It's different for everybody. And we should live with the reminder that life is brief that no one has the promise of tomorrow, as it were, that, that you and I need to recognize that we are frail human creatures and that, as Moses said, God, teach me to understand the brevity of life so that I can grow in wisdom. Sometimes we 
wonder, God, why is it that some people live a good long life? Some people die at a very early stage in life. We don't understand that, God. Why is it that someone uh, can die very early? Why is it that someone can live very long? In fact, sometimes you find that, uh, well, God, this one is not living righteously. Why are they living long? And then the one who does live righteously, they, they have such a short time span in life. Uh, why is that, God? Well, I'm not here to tell you why in the sense that uh, God has a purpose and a plan and we don't always understand everything that God is doing, nor will we ever always understand everything that God does. But here's one thought that did come to my heart regarding this question. God's more concerned with the quality of our years than the quantity of our years. Let me say that one more time. God is more concerned with the quality of our years than the quantity of our years. Which leads me to my second thought or point on these reminders, because number one, it's about our time on earth is brief. Number two, avoid foolish living. The Lord wants to remind us all to avoid foolish living. Now, the, by the word foolish, listen to me, it just simply means lacking wisdom. In other words, we need to avoid living in such a way that it lacks wisdom. David recognized something that I want to remind us all this morning. He said that all of my busy rushings end in nothing. It's worthless. In other words, David said, I recognize something about life. I run around and I do all of these things. And in the end, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, if you read the, the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon, who was given the greatest wisdom that any man has ever had outside of the Lord Jesus Christ, he also said the same thing. He put it this way, that all is vanity. Everything under heaven, whatever you can spend your life doing and, and obtaining all the wealth and riches and all the possessions, it all means nothing in the end. Jesus put it this way. In Luke's gospel, in chapter 12, beginning in verse 16, then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? I have room for all my crops. Excuse me, I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know, I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you work for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. So now notice, in giving this story, Jesus highlights that this man was foolish. This man was called foolish by God because of two things. Number one, 
He thought he was going to live a long life. He had spent his energies building up his wealth. He had spent his energy acquiring possessions. And he had come to the point where he said, okay, I've got it made now. Now let me chill the rest of my life. And God came to him and said, you're a fool. Don't you know that this very night you're going to die? He was a fool for thinking that he was going to have a long life. And he was also a fool because he focused on building a prosperous physical life at the expense of his spiritual life. In other words, he was physically rich, but spiritually poor. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, we need to be careful that we don't spend all of our energy on building our physical life. This is a reminder from the Lord this morning not to live foolishly in that we need to make sure that our energies, our focus isn't on building a great physical life at the expense of our spiritual one. Because the Lord himself said this as Mark recorded it in chapter 8, verse 36. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but you lose your own soul. What do you gain, Jesus said, if you wind up accumulating all this great wealth, but you, in the end, you forfeit your soul. In the end, when you stand before God, you're not going to have, because you don't have this rich relationship with God, as Jesus put it, then you're going to find yourself in a place where of judgment before God. We are reminded today by the Holy Spirit that we need to make sure that as the people of God, we are not living our lives foolishly. Our focus isn't on building this physical life, but rather building our relationship with God. That's what's truly important, you see. I think you'll agree with me that one of the things that has happened as a result of this pandemic is we are realizing that we are being stripped of all the things that we believe was important. But in the end, we're really foolish. God has allowed this to take, transpire so that we could recognize, we would be reminded not only of the brevity of life, how short life can be, but of what's important that we don't stray into living foolishly and trying to acquire things and possessions in this life that in the end really don't mean anything, are not important when it comes to our relationship with God. Now, it's important that you don't misunderstand me. I am not saying that it isn't good for you and I to uh, do our very best to, to provide for our family I'm not saying we shouldn't have careers and strive for a better uh, career in that regards. But what I am saying is this. Oftentimes, as the people of God, we pursue that at the sacrifice of our spiritual life with God. We spend more energy on the uh, accumulation of things rather than on our relationship with God. Number two. Let me just note, talk about this foolish uh, living in this ways. We've got guidelines that are given to us to help us stay safe, to practice that social distancing, 
to make sure that you are sheltering in place as much as possible. And if you got to go out to make sure you take all the precautions that are necessary. But we see all over our country, right in even our city, people who are ignoring those guidelines, people who are gathering together in close contact and just partying as if, hey, nothing is wrong. We're going to enjoy our life. Uh, This is all uh, a lot to do about nothing. We had a lot of that going on during spring break where where, uh, thousands upon thousands congregated in Florida beaches and thinking everything is fine. And at that time, there was no issue in Florida with the virus. And now... It's one of our hot spots. Can I just encourage you, please, please, please? To me, foolish living, and I think you'll agree with this, foolish living is ignoring the guidelines to stay safe. And in the end, it's foolish because it's really testing God. We should never, as God's people, put him to the test. We should never ignore and put ourselves in danger and believe, oh, God's going to take care of me. It's called foolish living. Please, please. Honor those guidelines. It's meant not just to keep you safe, but it's meant to also keep safe those of your family and those that are around you. So let's get back to reminders. Number one, first reminder is our time on earth is brief. Our second reminder is about uh, avoid foolish living. Here's our third reminder, uh, and that's make the most of every opportunity. Make the most of every opportunity. In the book of Ephesians, in chapter 5, verse 15, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, Be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs amongst yourself and making music to the Lord in your heart. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Make the most out of every opportunity, meaning make sure you take advantage of every opportunity. During this uh, uh, stay in and sheltering, and people say, well, what opportunities do we have? I think we have more than what we might be realizing. Number one, and this is at the top of the list, even though it's the last verse where where, uh, the Apostle Paul said, give thanks for everything to God. I believe that we, as the people of God, should be constantly lifting our voice and thanking God the Father for his goodness and his grace. Every single day that God gives us breath is a day that we should be thanking God. It's a day that we should spend expressing our gratitude for God, for his goodness and his mercy. We should be thanking God for all that he has given us, what he has provided us with. We should be thanking God for those who are on the front lines, as it were, in this pandemic, who are doing their very best to to heal and and to help people that have contracted the virus. We should be thanking God for the food that's on our table. We should be thanking God that our families are safe. We should be thanking God, thanking God, thanking God. Give thanks for everything in God the Father. Secondly, I think making the most of every opportunity, we should be making the most of our time that we're spending with our families. 
This is a great time, as most of us are sheltering in place, to, to be with our children, our parents. Let me encourage you. Spend time with your kids. Talk to them about the Lord. Pray with them. Encourage them. And, and, and let them know God is going to watch us over us. God is going to see us through. And this is a great opportunity for us to strengthen one another in the faith while we're at home. Spend time with your family. Enjoy their company. We should also use this as an opportunity to share our faith. You can be calling people, even though obviously we want to avoid the actual contact, but we can be calling people on the phone and sharing our faith, encouraging one another. We could use social media uh, to, to post things that are uh, encouraging, things that will lift us up, things that will give us hope. These are the, this is the opportunity we have. We have people this moment, more than ever before, who are sensitive to God, sensitive to the things of God, sensitive to their spiritual need. The church should rise up in this hour and take advantage of this moment. This is a great opportunity to share your faith. If you haven't shared your faith with your family, with your friends, this is the time to do it. Trust me, they will, they will listen in this hour. And then lastly, notice the, that Paul encouraged us to pray. To pray. I know we've been praying and we're going to continue to pray that God in his grace and mercy would lift this pandemic from the face of the earth. And that's important to pray. We need to pray for, the, for God to watch over and protect all the doctors and nurses, uh, the frontline providers, EMTs, firemen, all of these who are still serving our community. And even people that work in grocery stores. Even think about that, the people who have to come out and service us and provide for us so that we can buy the food. They are exposed daily to all the people that walk in. So we need to take this opportunity to continue to pray, to pray, to pray asking the Lord, God, move in such a way so that you and you alone will receive all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. While I thank God for medicine and the wisdom that he's given man, I know that you'll agree with me. The key for this pandemic to be lifted off the face of the earth is the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to continue to cry out to God and move the hand of God through our cries so that God will put an end to this pandemic, praying, believing, and seeing God do the miracle. I'm talking about reminders this morning that our time on the earth is brief, that we need to avoid foolish living, that we need to make the most of every opportunity, giving thanks to the Lord every single day, spending time with our family, sharing our faith, and praying for others. I ask the Lord to help me to communicate this message so that we would all be reminded of what's truly important so that we would all be reminded that life on this earth is brief. It's not promised to any one of us tomorrow. We need to take each day as a very precious day that God has given to us and make the most of that day so that God will be honored and glorified through the life that we live.
Let's pray. Father, as I've communicated this word that you have given to me for all of us who are watching and who will watch, I thank you for your word, God. I thank you for this reminder, oh God, that we uh, need to always remember that life on earth is brief. We're but a vapor. We're here today and gone tomorrow. And, and God, in this day and age where this pandemic is spreading and many are, have perished, oh, and God, we just lift up our voice even now and ask, oh God, that you would help all of us to live with this reminder so that every day that you give us breath, it's a day that we will recognize you didn't have to do that, God. You, we're not owed that new day, God, but you have graciously given it to us so that we may spend that day thanking you for life, oh God, thanking you for all that you bring in that day, God, all your provision, oh God, all your protection, all your guidance, Lord. May we be a people who are ever thanking you in every moment, oh God. May we also be a people, God, because we recognize that, that our life is brief. I pray, God, that we would be a people that would avoid living foolishly. Not just in the practical for this pandemic, uh, during this pandemic, God, to practice the things that we have been given as guidelines, but more importantly, God, that when this all settles, that we would not be a people that go back to our foolish living, oh God, going back to trying to build up our portfolio, trying to build up our possessions and, our, and trying to get back maybe what we have lost and, and put all of our energies into uh, the acclamation of things, oh God, to the measure that we sacrifice our spiritual life. We want to be rich in our relationship with you, God. And I know that that's your heart's desire for all of your people, God. So I pray your blessing on that. I pray that we would understand the brevity of life. We would be taught that so that we can live a life of wisdom and, and grow in wisdom as Moses prayed and desired, God. And lastly, I pray, Father, that we would make the most of every opportunity. As we are sheltering in place, God, I pray that each home would be blessed with your presence, oh God. I pray that we would uh, take time, oh God, to encourage one another, to build each other up, Lord. I pray that you would give us the wisdom that we need on knowing what to say uh, in, in phone calls and in social media, God. That we would be a people that rather than critique, we will be a people that will share uplifting words, oh God, that would strengthen, that would encourage, oh God, that would build faith. Help us to make the most of every opportunity. This is a season, oh God, where so many are sensitive to their spiritual need. And I pray that the church would rise up in this hour, oh God, and be the light that so many people are craving, that so many people need. I pray this all, Father, in the name of Jesus, for his honor and for his glory. And all God's people said, amen. And amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. And again, I want to remind you that during the week, we're going to be posting every day a little video about what took transpired during the Passion Week. So please tune in for that. God bless you and have a wonderful day. And remember, please stay safe.